podcasts are so awesome and thank you so much for checking out this episode have you ever wondered what it takes to create a podcast or maybe you have wanted to create your own well let me tell you anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast you can record and edit your episodes right on your phone without needing to buy all this special equipment and spend a lot of money. You can even earn money on Anchor right away. Anchor makes it super easy to upload and distribute your episodes on all platforms such as Apple Podcast, Spotify, and more. Everything you will ever need is with Anchor. Go check out Anchor, download the app, and you will not be disappointed. Anti-Social Butterfly Podcast. We are here to inspire dreams and help you spread your wings to fly. Baby girl, it's okay to be shy. But now it's time to kiss fear goodbye. Podcasts are so awesome, and thank you so much for checking out this episode. Have you ever wondered what it takes to create a podcast? Or maybe you have wanted to create your own? Well, let me tell you, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. You can record and edit your episodes right on your phone without needing to buy all this special equipment and spend a lot of money. You can even earn money on Anchor right away. Anchor makes it super easy to upload and distribute your episodes on all platforms such as Apple Podcast, Spotify, and more. Everything you will ever need is with Anchor. Go check out Anchor, download the app, and you will not be disappointed. Hello, listener friends. Thank you for checking out this new episode and for supporting Antisocial Butterfly Podcast. I am Lizzie Correa. I am a beauty and makeup influencer and your host for this podcast. This podcast was designed to help overcome any social anxiety, negative self-talk, and to stop past experiences from ruling our lives. We have the ability to always rewrite the story of our lives no matter what. I hope you never forget the power that you hold deep inside to always change yourself and the circumstances around you. No matter how bad, how dark, how lost you may feel, there is a path for you to find your way back on track. Always, no matter how dark, lonely, and lost you may feel. We turned a year into this podcast and while reflecting on all the episodes and guests that we have been blessed to have on this podcast, the greatest thing that has come from this podcast is truly the support that you guys have given me and this podcast for the great people that I have met through this podcast and the confidence, the growth that you guys 
have given me, this podcast has given me, to be able to freely open up and share stories and experiences and struggles and thoughts. Thank you guys. Thank you for allowing that free space for me to do that and for sharing your stories. It has been a wonderful ride that I am so happy that I joined. Thank you for the support. I can never say thank you enough. Okay, before I start tearing and crying, because you know I'm super emotional, super emotional, um, but that does mean I am passionate here. Emotional people are passionate. That is the highlight, I guess, of being sensitive, is we are passionate. Rawr. What? <laughs> okay, back to introduce this brand new episode, and maybe I'm saying because the guest that I have on this episode always gets me feeling, you know, passionate and excited and feeling some type of way. This episode is a- another Swapcast episode with the host of Thanks for the Invite podcast. Mr. Freddy Correa, we went on a road trip, finally, road trip after a year of not traveling. We went to Utah. It was so much fun. We took our little dog, MJ. We got an Airbnb. It was so much of a amazing, fun experience. We never get to travel with our doggies and it had been a while that we had traveled with them on a road trip and so this was so so cool to capture our trip with you guys i hope you guys enjoy it make sure to leave some love and let me know if you guys checked out the episode I've gotten great feedback on episodes that I do with my husband, Freddy Correa. I love them as well. They're some of my favorites. I hope you guys enjoy this one. I hope you guys are staying healthy and safe and crushing it on your goals and getting one step closer to your dreams. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye-bye now. Enjoy the episode. Hello, my beautiful listener friends. Welcome to Anti-Social Butterfly Podcast. I am your host, Lizzie Correa. How was your Thanksgiving? I hope it was amazing. I hope you ate all the food your little heart desired. I hope that all of your side dishes, everything that you wanted was served I hope all of your friends and family were there and made it that much more memorable. I spent Thanksgiving with my cousins and aunts and uncles. I made that plural, but I only have one aunt and uncle out here. They are they are truly amazing. My cousins I shared the last episode from my dad's side. Super lucky that they love to cook and feed the masses. They got down in the kitchen as per usual. My cousin Erica from... Whoa, MJ, hello. Are you okay, baby? MJ wanted to say hello to you guys. He has not been on the podcast in a hot minute. He's usually my partner in crime, but we do now have another host on this podcast, and her name is Cutie Correa. 
cutie Korea, my German Shepherd Chihuahua. You heard that right, everybody. She is a German Shepherd Chihuahua. I never was too fond of small dogs. Always pictured myself caring after bigger dogs. And then here comes Miss Cutie Correa. MJ. MJ has something stuck in his throat, apparently, and continues to want to debut on this podcast. MJ, how has it been with a new puppy in the household? How are you feeling with this? Jealousy, excitement. What do we feel, MJ? <laughs> Miss Cutie Korea, she's growing up so fast. She weighs seven pounds now. Seven pounds. I took her in a few days ago for a follow-up, and she weighs seven pounds now, my baby girl. Day we met her, 4.6 pounds. She goes back in, 6.1 pounds, and now 7 pounds. In my head, she's going to be small because she's a chihuahua, right? But she has maybe some German Shepherd in her, so she might be huge. Who knows? At this rate, she's going to be a big dog. I love it. A part of me is sad. Because she is growing up so fast, and sooner than you know it, she's going to be big. And I'm just trying to, every day, be grateful, be in the moment when I'm hanging out with her, cherish every little second with that baby girl, take all the photos every day. She is so beautiful. She's so stinking cute. I know she is this way to me because she's my daughter she's my puppy my doggy so of course she's the cutest of them all well let me tell you guys she is crafted by a master god up there or a mastermind of course she is just so perfect she has a beautiful heart on her face around her eyes she melts my heart she's still biting zombelina aka is her name her nickname that we've given her but she is still always so curious about life so playful loving i still can't believe that i have her in our lives so grateful every day for her. She is definitely one thing that came into my mind when Thanksgiving comes around. I'm always super reflective and thinking about every little thing, every person that I'm super grateful for. And there's so much to be grateful for. That little bark right there I'm grateful for. Cutie, hello, my baby girl. Do you guys hear her? I don't know if, she ca if you guys can catch her. She's barking. She has the cutest bark. When she wants something, she wants something, and she barks. <laughs> I'm like, girl, calm down. Calm yourself. Who's boss here? She is. Cutie's boss right now. That's, that's the reality right now. Thanksgiving super awesome time to reflect and just be super grateful about things you should be grateful every day but we're not we're not grateful every day and we lose sight of things that should be taken at a face value to be important and to be treasured and life gets in the way. We become a robot 
stuck in are the routines. That's why once a year, it forces us to really sit down and think about those things. And I'm super grateful for you guys. Super grateful for my health, for my family, for my friends. I'm super grateful just for my life, for waking up, the ability to wake up every day and a chance to be a better person and really go after what I want. You guys have been such a crucial tool in this passion project. And I don't want to give this up. This is something I love, looking forward to. I'm grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for finding a, another passion of mine. It's hard to find something that drives you sometimes you don't know what it is you're looking around others doing their thing and they don't have to post it online they're just sharing about it with you And maybe you don't have that. You look at others that are living their life. It makes you feel some type of way. You ask yourself, why? Why don't I feel that way? Why don't I have that happiness? What's so special about them? What did I not do right? What is wrong with me? And the reality is there's no difference between you and that other person. As far as special treatment or special qualities, special qualities maybe, but not special in the fact where, in, in the aspect, in the aspect. <laughs> special where you cannot reach there as well. You can obtain the same level of success, the same level of achievement what I've learned is just all about believing in yourself day in and day out not stopping for nothing for nobody not expecting anything let me rephrase that not letting the outcome deter you from keep going after the mission and the goal. That's the difference. They're not superhumans. Some of us see them as superhumans, but they're people just like us. Sure, did they have a great, strong circle supporting them? Of course, you have to have a strong circle around you to deflect the negative noise in your head and that will come towards your way. Now, I wanted to talk about something that has been buzzing on the internet when it comes to the latest makeup trend. Did you guys know that butterfly eyeliner is popping everywhere? Butterflies are the thing. They're a trend in 2021. I don't know why. It's a mystery to me still. 
At first, I thought maybe because I started the podcast named Antisocial Butterfly. So, of course, maybe I see it more now, naturally. As I talk to other friends, they tell me, no, it's a trend. It is a trend. They see it everywhere. And I go into my Chrome Explorer page on the news. I see latest TikTok makeup trend is butterfly eyeliner. I did a makeup post with a butterfly eyeliner. Loved the look. Want to do another one. Those are hard to do. I'm not the greatest at drawing hands-free on paper. When it comes to doing it on my face, little tricky. I can watch a video and I somehow can pull it off. Visual learner for sure. But I don't know why that doesn't transfer over to paper. When it comes to my face, I can do it. So, of course, my eyes got big and excited. And when I saw this news that butterfly eyeliner is a thing, that's still crazy. Why butterflies this year? Butterflies are a gorgeous creature to obsess over. But I see it so much now. I mean, my favorite music artist... Mariah Carey, Ariana Grande, both have similar vocal ranges, are associated to butterflies. Some of the closest people to me have butterfly tattoos, are obsessed with butterflies as well. My podcast is named Antisocial Butterfly. And now it's a trend. Hmm, what is going on there? I love it. Bring it on. It comes in phases. I know they're wonder what animal will be trending next year, but I'm living for the butterfly. I saw some photos of this butterfly eyeliner that a different influencers have done and oh my goodness, it inspired me. Oh, I wanted to bust out my makeup and do a makeup look, but it's 10 p.m. on a school night, so there's no way we are going to do that right now, but we are going to put it in the wheelhouse for another makeup look. Butterflies. There was something about them at first when I was going into the name for this podcast. I, of course, wanted something so original, and so catchy. And I don't know why I had something against a butterfly. I didn't want to be associated to a butterfly. But now I don't care. It's it's part of the name. And it suits it so well. Graphic eyeliner has become such a big trend in the makeup world. And it does give me vibes The when I see butterfly looks. It is mostly graphic lines. Graphic lines. There was one influencer. I am going to pronounce her name wrong, but she became the winner of... Is it Instant Influencer that James Charles created? And they had it on YouTube for two seasons. She was the winner. I became obsessed over graphic liner over her. Strash, strash me? Strash me. Winner of Instant Influencer. Talented makeup artist. Now everyone. Oh, I, Doja Cat. Doja Cat is another artist that comes to mind. When I think of who has done... A lot of beautiful graphic eyeliner looks. 
Oh man, Doja Cat. She is amazing when it comes to her makeup. So different than what I've seen before. She makes it wearable. I look at her makeup and I'm like, okay, that is so different. How can I make that a little wearable outside? Even though, girl, you can wear her makeup out to the club out. But I like to tone it down just a little bit. But oh my God, hers is so beautiful. Planet her. Her makeup is out of this world. Gorgeous. So if you guys are into the graphic liner or see some beautiful butterfly makeup for me to create, tag me, send it to me. I'm always looking for different ideas and looks to create. Okay, this story had me in tears no matter how many times I rewatch it. I'm already starting to get a little teary-eyed. So Adele was recently in the news because she was performing at a concert. And she got the surprise of her life. If someone surprised me like this, I would lose it. Lose it completely. Knowing myself being a crybaby emotional person, sensitive, in other words, passionate. (laughs) Sensitive can be interchanged with passionate. El pasión. Por qué? (laughs) So Adele's performing. They ask her a question. They ask her this question. Who inspired you? When you were young. Who inspired you? I'm asking you. Take a moment right now. Think about that. Who inspired you when you were young? Can you think of any names? Is there any face that comes to mind? Or do you have to really like sit back and think and dig? Right away, do you see somebody pop in your mind? Does it bring a nice warm smile? Adele had that warm smile and immediately knew who this person was. And she mentions a teacher she had, her English teacher. Why was this English teacher so impactful in Adele's life? Adele goes on to say that this teacher was so relatable, likable, and showed that she cared. Likeable, relatable, and showed that she cared. Remember that. So she says why, this teacher, and then all of a sudden this they say, surprise, she's here. And then the teacher comes out from the crowd, goes up to the stage. Meanwhile, Adele is shocked crying saying oh my god is she here this is that really her the teacher goes up to on stage they hug it takes me back to that person for me who inspired me when i was young and her name i will never forget She was probably around my age, probably even younger. And here I was, probably 
How old are you at this grade? Hmm. I had to be 10. Miss Woodhead. My fifth grade teacher. I bet you're saying, come again, Lizzie. What was your teacher's name? Yeah, I know. It's quite a funny, unique name. Miss Woodhead. Her name before was Miss Revilio, and then she got married and became Miss Woodhead. Miss Woodhead, to me, was relatable, likable, and showed that she cared. And she made that so clear to me at such a young age. We had a homework assignment, three wishes. We had to write about if God could grant us, it wasn't God. It just was, if we had three wishes that could come true, what would they be? And I wrote down that I wish I was skinny or something to the effect that I wasn't fat because I didn't want to be made fun of anymore. And I wanted to feel nice and pretty inside. I remember my teacher in that assignment, she wrote a long paragraph. Which, let me preface it, where she didn't have to do it. She could have easily just given me a score, said great job, and call it a day. But she didn't do that. She went above and beyond. And those words, I still remember them to this day. And that action was so impactful and made such an impression on me. I couldn't believe the kindness that she showed to me because she didn't have to. Yes, she was my teacher again, but she could have easily just given me a grade with a few comments, but she didn't. She wrote the following. Now, I'm not going to remember word by word. But basically, she was probably reading this, a 10-year-old opening up about their inner and deepest wishes that usually you wouldn't share this. But I felt open enough to share this in my essay. And she told me that I was beautiful, that I was enough. And to not let anybody or nothing make me think different, that I was set out to change the world. And that I was going to do great things. I remember reading that. And holding the paper. And just almost like shocked. Like I, re- I reread her comments over and over. Because for the first time, I remember that I had hope. And a love that was a different kind of love. A love where nobody had to fake it towards me, pretend that they loved me because I was the pastor's daughter. They weren't my mom. They weren't my friend. They were just my teacher. So let that just be a reminder to all of you that words are very powerful no matter what age you 
no matter what age that person is that you're telling it to, if you say it with intention, good intention, it will have as fruitful purpose. This also reminds me that although I still struggle with social anxiety and being in groups of people makes me feel some type of way and maybe I'm not always comfortable around groups of people and maybe I might not feel comfortable with people that I know for years and that is okay I've come to a place of acceptance knowing who I am but also recognizing that the things that make you stand out or help someone are very easy or can be obtained. Being relatable. How can I be relatable even though I have anxiety, even though I'm a shy person, even though it takes me a little harder to conversate with someone I can still be relatable and what am I doing to learn how to be relatable am I doing anything about it am I just hoping I become relatable likable you don't have to be a confident person to be likable How can you become more likable? That's a hard one. Because I think of that saying, don't care what people think of you. Well, if you don't care what people think of you, how can you, how can you become likable? Right? When I think of likable, it's being down to earth. Being approachable. Now, showing that you care. Again, I don't have to be confident. I don't have to be the strongest person inside to carry these qualities, to go after these qualities, to learn more how I can be better in these three areas. If my purpose is to spread positive and to positively impact someone, I want to be more relatable. I want to be more likable. And I want to show that I care. So although you're socially awkward, although people might misinterpret your quietness, although you might feel like you're dying inside every time you approach someone new, that doesn't stop you from being the best person that you can be, being relatable, being likable, and showing people that you care. Because by just doing those things, remember the strong impact that you can have on someone's life. I still think of Miss Woodhead time to time again. I tried looking her up on Facebook a few years ago. I had learned that she had lost her husband and it broke my heart knowing that she had gone through something like that. And I wondered if she would remember me 
selfishly, right? Like, does she remember me? Mainly because I wanted to just thank her. That's all I wanted. Just to know how much of an impact she made on my life. I think I sent her a message. I did. I sent her a message hoping that she would reply back. She did it for the longest time. But she replied. And she said she remembered me. She wished we... She wished... Wish, she wished me well. And said that I was still set to break barriers and change the world. She has such a way with words, so positive, so encouraging. No matter how down you are, no matter how much you feel like you're not enough or you're not ready, remember that yes, you are ready you have been chosen for a reason this is your time i encourage you guys to this is the perfect season to do it as well any time to do this is better than none Do a grateful challenge for the next 30 days. This is probably one of the easiest challenges that you'll ever do. But it does require, with any habit, a little conscious effort. In the morning, the first thing that you do is... To say out loud or in your mind something to be grateful for. It could be as simple as I'm grateful for my heart working. I'm grateful that I woke up on time for work. I am grateful that I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm grateful for the air in my lungs. You could get creative every day. But you start your day with saying something that you're grateful for. And when you go to bed, you say something that you are thankful for that happened to you today or that day. What if you had a bad day, Lizzie? Still, there is something to be grateful for. Grateful that you were able to have the strength to go to bed grateful that you have a roof over your head that you have a bed to sleep on it's all about reshifting the mindset starting off your day right by saying something that you're grateful for instead of training your mind to worry to negativity to anger You might not see anything change within as you're doing this for the first few days, but stick through it. Stick through that and don't stop and stay committed. It's all about changing the first initial juice that gets you going through the day and calming the mind so that our minds are not racing a thousand miles per hour towards the end. Grateful challenge. If it helps you even to write them down, that can even help you stay accountable. If you write down, as soon as you wake up, you have a notebook journal right beside your bed and you Timestamp it with the date. It's time, guys. It's time to reshift the mind. 
baby steps. See how great you feel after. See how much more different you start off the day and how the rest of your day goes for the next 30 days. Not every day for the next 30 days will be roses and rainbows. It's going to be hard. There's going to be tough days. There's going to be days where you don't want to do it. You want to give up. Probably day one when you start it. Something's going to happen. You're going to probably have the worst day that day. It's just how life is. Life hears you that you want to change something and it throws obstacles sometimes your way. You'll be ready. This is a different time. So Marie Kondo, she's an amazing, inspirational minimalist, has wrote books, has been on TV shows, has her own TV show, helps Americans, people get organized, stay tidy, and get rid of things that are stopping them from living the life that they were meant to live. There was an article that I recently read. An area of her house that she has trouble with keeping clean. And I'm like, what? Marie Kondo has trouble keeping organized. The queen of minimalist her reminder that everyone struggles with keeping organized even the experts because how do they become experts they had to first struggle with an area research it practice it and now they are who they are Can you guys guess what area in her house she has a little trouble with keeping tidy? Any guesses? What? I can't hear you. The fridge. The fridge. Who out there also can't agree with Marie Kondo that keeping the fridge is hard? Oh, keeping the fridge one, keeping the fridge clean. Three tips from Marie Kondo. Now, these tips I feel can be applied to not just the fridge, but to any area in your house. Rule number one: everything needs to have a home. Oh yes, yes, yes! I love that one. Everything. Every little item, everything that you own, even to the smallest of items, needs to have a place that you put it back, take it out, put it back. It always goes there. How many items can you think of that you have, don't have a home, and you put it in a different spot? Every single time. Or maybe you put it in the spot where already there's already a lot of stuff. So it makes it hard to find your item. I am raising my hand over here right now. Everything needs to have a home. Second tip she gives is make room for new items. So make room for new items. You are going to get new items. We buy things. And when we don't have room for it, what happens? We put it in a spot that, where it doesn't belong. And we get angry because we are trying to find it and it's lost. Or we don't remember where we put it because it should be where the other items that are like it are. But we didn't have room for it. So we put it in a different location. So make room for new things. Side note, if you do get 
something new for example clothing items is a good example for clothes if i get new pants a habit that i've been trying to do is i go through my pants and i say what pair or two can i give away so if i bring something new i get rid of something old keeps the space cleaner tidier and more room for new items Okay, so third tip that she gives out. Number three is know how much food you already have. We can apply this to not just the fridge. Know how much clothes you already have before you buy more clothes. Know what makeup you have before you buy another mascara. When you know you already have four. Well, not that you know, but you already have four. Know what you have already. How many of us have bought things and then we come home and we're like, oh yeah, there you are. Again, raising my hand over here. I have gone into a gr- good habit of cleaning out my fridge on a Sunday, meal prepping, cleaning out the fridge. It's a good combination there. Knowing where things are, having a date specifically for that. It's hard. It's hard to keep organized in general. I know some of you out there probably are a natural at it, and I'm very 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 jealous of you (laughs) but the reality is most of us struggle with it and that is okay we just accept grow and move on take those tips to any area in your home make time for it as well Don't pile it up all in one day for cleaning. Oh my, oh my. Spend, break it up, five to ten minutes. Another tip I've heard about keeping organized is five minutes. Put a time clock and just pick up the area for five minutes. Some of you out there might get overwhelmed and it's you're in the area, you're looking at your things and you don't even know where to begin. I have been there as well. My advice to you is if you can't close your eyes, don't overthink. Literally just grab any five items. It doesn't have to go together, but just pick up one, two, three, four, five. Look at the five items and you start with one and you put it away. Where is it going to be its home? Once you commit of an item being in the home, stay to that. Don't change it because then you're going to get back to square one and you're not going to get organized and you're going to live in distress and anxiety and we don't want that. What has helped in my confidence and has lessened my anxiety is keeping organized, keeping clean, knowing where my items are. So when I'm getting ready, it's a smooth, fun, easy process. And when I need the item that I'm looking for, I'm not creating stress on myself. I'm not feeling angry on myself. I'm not beating myself up. We have to love our future selves. Loving our future self is right now in the moment, picking up after ourselves, spending a few minutes of our day every day, and it goes a long way. Anything that we can do to lessen our anxiety, And you may be asking me, Danya, really keeping my room clean is going to make me have all this confidence in a networking meeting. 
it's a good start. It is actually a great start if you're too afraid to get your booty up there and practice public speaking or enrolling yourself in a communication class or Toastmasters is staying committed to a goal. Because once you are committed to a goal, you're showing up for yourself every day, you are proving yourself that you can do the thing that you say you're going to do. So when you say you're going to go up to a person and say hi and feel okay about the interaction, you're going to go do it. Because you told yourself you're going to go do it and it's going to be amazing. It gets a little better and you get a little more confident when you accomplish things and are committed to your goals. Cleaning, I can't stress enough how that goal, such a great starting point for boosting your confidence. It's all a negative downward spiral. When you're not confident socially and you get anxiety and now you're not finding things, you're losing things, you're causing more stress on yourself when you are already stressed about the situation you're about to go in. So why Why are you going to add more stress on yourself? Stop doing that. Stop doing that right now. The good thing is that that can be changed, but it's going to take a lot of awareness, a lot of discipline. But you can do it, my friend. We're all in this together. We're all in this process together. We are growing and evolving Together as a team, we are not perfect. We are never going to be perfect. It's all about recognizing that we want to be somewhere. But where we are, we are happy and content. And we are living every moment as if we've already accomplished what we set out to accomplish. We are not waiting for that thing, that next thing to bring us that ultimate happiness because right now we are living in our full happiness. We are staying accountable day in and day out, doing the things to get us one step closer to our goal, ignoring the noises in our head that push us away from that. The year 2022 is going to be an amazing year for all of us and a year where we're going to continue to grow and seek to be more confident from the inside out, be more loving, grow this community. I'm excited for next year brand new year, brand new start. Dream board. Dream board is coming. We are going to do a podcast with dream boards. I love dream boards. I believe in them. I have always wanted to create one with you guys. And not why not create it? through a podcast. Yeah, that is such a great idea. Okay, getting a little excited. How is it almost December? Christmas is... Looking at my phone right now, 26, 25. It's going to be 20-something days away when you guys hear this podcast. And I love Christmas. I'm already singing Christmas songs. Been singing it since August. Okay, I lie. A little bit here and there. But so strong now. 
Jingle bells, jingle bells. Whoa, <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> I didn't <clears throat> warm up my vocals there. Happy holidays, guys. Get your shopping done soon. Get ready for the next episode. Skankfest continuation is still happening. Freddie is still coming on the podcast if his people can work it with my people and make that happen. We're going to time with a rope and bring it on the episode. He is a busy, busy man. Everyone wants to book him. Everyone wants to talk to him, crave his attention. So we are going to bring him on here. We miss him. Who else misses Freddie? I do. I love when we come on here together. It's like one of my favorite times and episodes together. Okay, guys. I gotta go now. Love ya. Mwah. Stay flying high, my butterflies. Bye.